To perspectives with Catherine Toon. And I've got some really interesting things. I've been grappling with some stuff, which is good, right? It's good to grapple. You know, this recording is on July 4th, which is uh, the U.S. Um, Independence Day, all of that. And, you know, I'm just meditating on freedom. And then what, you know, we know what that can look like in multiple ways from a, a nationalistic standpoint. And then God has a lot to say stuff. And sometimes, you know, in our, um, in our stance as a nation, as nations across the world, we get things right. We get things wrong. Right. And, uh, it's, we're a mixed bag, aren't we? We're a mixed bag, but God always invites us to something higher, you know, and God is not, um, picking sides in terms of peoples and nations. He loves all his kids, but there are ways of handling things that are in line with God's premium uh, values. God is a freedom is a premium value to God. And so there's grace on things. And, you know, that 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 comes on an individual level and then it comes on a national level and a global level. And so what does that look like? We live in times that are full of conflict. And so, you know, what does all that look like? And it's, it's a grapple. And I was kind of thinking about this and sitting with it. You know, we need, we really need wisdom. You know, the, the word says that there are ways that seem right to a man, but in the end is death, right? So, you know, there, there are things that we can operate when we operate um, in and of ourselves as if we're disconnected um, from God, uh, we can come to some really messed up conclusions and think we're right. <laughs> I'm laughing. Uh, this has been me. I'm sure it's been you. It's kind of a level playing ground for humanity. So we have this premium of freedom where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, um, where the spirit is Lord, according to the Passion Translation, uh, there is freedom. It's interesting. The Lordship of, of God uh, of the spirit brings freedom, but what does freedom really look like? And then we have kind of in the mix, as we're moving along, we've got this commandment to love and not just to love, uh, because love can mean a lot of things. You know, I mean, you, you've heard the sermons, but I mean, you know, we've got some really jacked up ideas of what love is. You know, if we think uh, pedophilia is love, we're just going to be messed up if, if we think, um, you know, we got all sorts of messed up ideas about what love is. And we're called to love not just as love, but as he loves. So what does that look like? And then how do we navigate, say, when my freedoms or my rights uh, stomp on your freedoms and rights? <laughs> when my freedoms and rights don't look lovely or maybe vice versa, right? And so how do we operate that when it looks like love may be in conflict with freedom? Well, there's really not a conflict, but there is confusion. 
And we need transcendent wisdom. And so guess, guess what? Thank God we have access to that, but we need to grapple. We need to grapple because this is so much of this is where rubber meets the road. You know, in, in my country, freedom's been a, a big thing, but we've not always acted in ways that are loving and kind and where it looks imperialistic and that kind of thing. We violated love. So what, what, how, how do we navigate all that? And then the places where it's genuinely that it's that. So we, we have a mixed bag and mixed people generally don't like mixed bags because we like it really clear. It's black and white. And the word says, well, the word says a lot. But I, I'm interested in what Christ as the word is saying, because he's the one that's going to lead us and guide us into all truth. Right. And so um, what do we do when, when we've got this conflict? Because when when my rights um, stomp on your rights, well, what does love look like? OK, when I'm entitled to this and it it, it it stomps on your entitlement, what does that look like? And vice versa. And these are things we need to grapple with. And let me just help you here. <laughs> we all need help, don't we? Well, let, let's, let's be humble. That's a great concept right there. And just realize that we don't have all the answers, that there are times when we're just really going to have to navigate where things are confusing, where it's not all clear, but then we need, do need to retreat to what we know because this, this will translate in how we act. And it translates in every single arena of life. It's transit culturally, politically, relationally, economically, blah, 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 every, you pick a, pick a, pick a spot, any spot, it will translate into that. And so, and sometimes what happens in order to justify ourselves, we kind of whip out a scripture, raise the banner, and then we're good to go. And, and we're not realizing that we're not operating in wisdom. So let, let, let's get some humility and let, let's, let's calm down a little bit because there's a lot of emotional fervor. Um, and, um, and we just, we do need some level heads and we need some hearts that are really seeking what that looks like. Uh, I'm not really interested in gathering around any banner except the banner of Jesus Christ. And then how that, uh, how that, um, translates into my nationality, how that translates and all sorts of different things. But we need to be rooted and grounded in love and not rallying around a bunch of other stuff because we will get off track. It's just part of our thing. So let, let, let's grapple with this. Um, and, and, and let me just give you a, um, disclaimer with me. I, I don't have it all figured out, but I do know some things. And I, I think that's a really humble way to operate this. You don't have it all figured out either. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> but there are some things that you know, and we really need to to uh, retreat back to our knowers and let love lead. Let the one who is truth lead. Let the one whose spirit brings freedom lead. Because let me, let's just be clear in our and, and, and be humble. God is smarter than we are. And God is smarter than our doctrine and God is smarter than what we have all figured out. Um, and it's not black and white. And so, um, and I'm, I'm not talking about race here. I know it, that's a the thing, uh, but I'm talking about black and white as in perspectives. Okay. So let's, let's retreat back to what we know to help us, um, navigate this because God does celebrate freedom. Let, let, let me, let me give you some scripture to help point to Christ. <laughs> In that revelation. Okay, so let's go to Second uh, Corinthians three sixteen through eighteen. I'm going to read this from. I'm, I'm just debating because I have a couple here. I'm just going to read it from the Passion Translation. Um, 
it says, uh, and wherever he is Lord, that's in Second Corinthians 3, 17. And now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. Wherever God's lordship is, is freedom. Now, God is not a tyrant. He's love. And he came to serve, not to be served. Okay. So when we yield to that lordship of love, okay, the kingdom of God, uh, freedom will come as a byproduct. Okay. So freedom is very big. It is for freedom. He set us free. Now that's in the context of the law. So let's look at that for a second because we want to look at this context here. It says, but when one turns to the Lord, verse 16, with an open heart, I'm sorry, I had to pause right there because sometimes we turn to the Lord and we just want him to justify how we have viewed things. <laughs> and we need to be open to correction because, oh goodness, let's be humble and teachable and correctable um, in that. So when one turns to the Lord with an open heart, the veil is lifted. Now the veil in context is talking about the law of Moses, the do's and don'ts, right? And so where we have to do to be, we have to do to be righteous, all of that, they see. So this ability to see is all related to turning to the Lord with an open heart. And sometimes revealed, uh, it may not be the law, the law of Moses per se, but it may be some other laws. It may be some, some, um, earthly ways of doing things, some, um, carnal, of the flesh in the, and I'm not anti, we have a flesh. God loves our bodies and he loves our desire. He loves all of those things, but where we act away and act in ways that are not who we truly are. That's the negative flesh. Um, it's not an identity, but they are mindsets. And when uh, those need to be lifted so that we can see, right? So that we can see one another, we can see him and we can see how we go. And then it says, now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. So there's a lordship of the spirit of Christ, the spirit of love, the spirit of truth that brings freedom, right? As a byproduct. Okay. Now, sometimes we think freedom, you know, a lot of times, and I, there are areas in my life when I've rebelled against something wrong, and then I've, uh, and I, I've just, in, I, I've like, I've got to be free and I've run out and I've landed in another ditch that's bought, that's brought bondage. So I went from bondage to bondage and that's not what God wants either. Okay. And so navigating this is not super clear and we need, oh, wow, where the, the, the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. We need to be led. And it's not just the word says. The word says a lot of stuff that we can really mess up. But what is the word, the spirit of Christ saying in us, who's leading us and guiding us into all truth? And then verse 18, it says, we can all draw close to him with a veil removed from our faces. Hallelujah. We have that capacity. Isn't that great? As a believer, we have access um, to the eternal you know, this is, this goes past cultural. It goes past social. It goes past today in the 2020s. It goes past all that mass to eternal things that do not change that we can be rooted and grounded in and stable in the midst of a world that's careening all over the place. And that's trying to redefine a bunch of things 
in our confusion and in our pain. And let's be very clear. So much of our responses come out of our pain. Your pain is valid. Okay. Uh, but not every response in our pain is valid. Okay. And we need to be careful because sometimes in our response in our pain, we end up morphing into the very evil we hate. And we go from bondage to bondage to bondage, and that sucks. And let's be wise and just say, I hate this. Yeah, we're supposed to hate what is evil, but we're supposed to cling to what is good, okay? And the good will bring us into goodness and not in another, in the same evil in a different flavor. Okay, so we can all draw close to him with a veil removed from our faces and with no veil. Oh my goodness, sorry, this just makes me excited. We um, we all become the mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured. Baby, this is about your transfiguration into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is a spirit and who, by the way, just told us brings freedom. As a byproduct, this is about your transfiguration. Now, in this transfiguration, and this this brings us about to the issue of love. Why? Because God is love, and we're being conformed into his image, the image of love. So what does love look like when you've got all these freedom issues? Okay, so I think God, let's just be, um, let's be honest, and let's be humble. God is smarter than we are. And we do not have it all figured out. So let's go back and get some help here. Yay, we get some help. God, we need help. Thank you for helping us. Okay, so uh, love gets to define himself and love is not going to violate freedom. But love will cause us to transcend to a higher level that requires supernatural empowerment. Okay, and is a wisdom that transcends all the crazy because sometimes you're like, yeah, that sounds good. And yeah, yeah, that sounds good. And yeah, that sounds good. And yeah, that sounds good. And we're just all confused. We're all over the map and all of this. And, and we, we need to retreat back to a God who created us and is wild about every single one of his kids, whether they're behaving or not. Or, or to what degree they're behaving or not. Okay, so let, let's let love, because we are called to love. We have a mandate to not just love, but love as he loves. And and when that's happening, when that spirit of love is happening, guess what? Freedom's happening. But freedom doesn't always look like certain things that we may think it looks like. So let's let God help us. We need help. Thank you for helping us, Jesus. Okay, and thank you for being so patient in that. So with that, let's go to 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. I'm going to read this from the Passion Translation. Um, love is large and incredibly patient. Okay. So in our loving one another and in our freedom and, 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 and let's, let's empower freedom, there's largeness and there's patience. First attribute. And that requires supernatural empowerment. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. So if me and my demanding my rights, demanding I'm entitled to, um, I am not gentle and consistently kind, okay, I've blown it. I, I haven't passed the, the love sniff test. Okay, it refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate its own importance. Uh, now get this. Oh, my God. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect. 
right? So in my, my rights and I'm entitled, I, I, I don't shame people and I don't disrespect people. Even when they're trying to shame and be dis- disrespectful for me, you know, God never said do tit for tat. <laughs> God said love as he was, right? Okay. Oh my goodness. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. So for all like, um, you know, um, getting our panties in a wad <laughs> about with one another and getting so offended, we're not operating in love. Ding to ding ding. No, not passing the sniff test, right? Love joyfully celebrates honestly, honesty. I love this uh, particular uh, take on it because the thing is we're not covering it over. This is not just kind of like a, a love veneer. Okay. No, we're talking about authenticity here. And you know what? There's ugly things that we're dealing with. Okay. So we're honest in that. And it finds no delight in what is wrong. So you know what? If I'm, if I am rejoicing that someone else is getting theirs, okay, um, ding to ding ding. I've just violated love. Okay. Love is a safe place of shelter. Isn't that beautiful? For it never stops believing the best in others. And when we polarize, right? When we polarize, we're believing the worst in each other, right? Now, do people do crappy things? Yeah. <laughs> have I done crappy things? Yes, baby, I have. Um, so it's a level playing ground, but I, it's causing you, how can I see my quote unquote enemy through the eyes of love so I don't have enemies? That requires supernatural empowerment. Love never takes failure as a defeat for it never gives up. Love never stops loving. I'm going to take this to the, um, uh, this amplified classic. It's still so good. And it's going to give us some other chewy nuggets to help us because while I am talking about my freedom, I'm also not to violate, um, uh, uh, not to violate love when I'm talking about my rights. It's not to violate others. So love endures long and is patient and kind. Love is never envious nor boils over with jealousy. It's not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. Okay, so humility is a big thing. Humility gives us the capacity uh, to be sons and daughters of God that are disciplined by God. So lean into the correction. God, where, where do I need to be corrected? Because the bottom line is I don't have answers for all the politics and all that stuff. I don't, but I, I am empowered for me, right? I need clarity for me. I can't release what I don't have. And if I don't get clarity for me, I'm going to be part of the problem. And we've got enough problems. Okay. We are responsible for itself. It's not conceited, arrogant, or, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly. Uh, we have such a, like a a rudeness that is like, okay, it's not okay. And does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Whoa. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy, fretful, or resentful. Okay. So love is not about my rights and my way. Now, I'm not saying be a doormat. I'm saying we need to transcend this because love by definition looks like Christ on the cross and Christ on the cross lays down his life. 
So in laying down my life, I'm not saying be a doormat. I'm just saying don't become part of the evil you hate, right? And we can get so rancorous. So in, in your pain, and we've all been hurt, and we all have things we can rally around, and we've all hurt people, okay? So we need to own our crap, okay? Um, but not be trafficked, in, but not be in bondage for it, okay? So God doesn't shame, so we shouldn't be shaming one another, Yeah? For it is not self-seeking, it is not touchy, fretful, or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Wow, that is a high. Talk about supernatural empowerment, right? So if I'm not burning my bra for women's rights, say, I'm being a doormat. No, I'm not. I just don't have to be touchy, fretful, or resentful in my in the injustice done to me in the injustice done for me and the more i stare at the injustice and unpack it and count the ways and just all of that um and i'm not saying because we do need to count the cost we do need to be honest about the hits we've taken and there is a place to walk through the rubble of the injustice but don't do that in and of yourself do that with christ Allow him to minister to you in those hopes so you can come out the other side, forgive, and start to be a part of the solution rather than the problem. This is for adults, okay? This is for people and sons and daughters of God. We're, um, we're, uh, refusing to take the offense. We're refusing to take the bait. We're refusing to rally around anything but the person of Christ. And become part of the solution. This is how you transcend it so that freedoms are released while we walk in love. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. So right and truth prevailing does not necessarily look like, um, well, it won't look like them getting theirs. And we've all got the them and theirs, right? You've all been hurt by someone. And so, you know, when you stick it to the man or whatever, <laughs> or the woman, um, this is not, this is, this is not something to rejoice in. And I'm not saying let criminals go free and blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying your personal walk, because let me say this, you are responsible for you. And when you stand before Jesus and he's conforming you into the image of Christ, um, the things that don't look like him, those suckers are going to go. Eventually, if God is a consuming fire, what does he consume? Everything that is not of love's kind. And so in the place where it's not of love's kind, it is eventually going to go. So we need to yield. And so where we have this battle zone of my rights, your rights, I'm entitled, you're entitled. And I I think so many of the times it is just the wrong conversation. And we need to ask the Lord, what is the right conversation to be having? What is the right conversation to be having? Because if I'm, because I don't trust myself in my pain, my anger, okay, um, to navigate righteousness, to navigate justice, okay? I'm saying you have pain and anger, take those to the Lord. Because, you know, the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. Okay. 
And so what's God's solution in the place where there's an injustice? And I think sometimes we believe that we're disappointed with God because we feel like the people that like there's a justice is still allowed to reign. So we're like, God, you're not doing your job. So I need to step in there uh, and, and take up the slack. And I'm saying, Ooh, that's not a good position to be in. Uh, you will become what you hate. We need to be careful that we're not taking upon ourselves being wiser, more loving, more just than God. Because love, leading to the next verse, bears up under anything and everything that comes is ever ready to believe the best. Listen, there's a best version of your enemy, quote unquote. There's a best version of that person. And we need to be allowing the Lord to show that to us. And it's not going to happen without forgiveness. We're going to have to forgive. We're going to have to bless our enemies and pray for them. And we and we will need boundaries. I'm not saying just let them walk all over you. Jesus didn't do that. Where where did Jesus let people walk all over him? No, he transcended it. He transcended it. And so, and love won. So love never fails, never fades out, or becomes obsolete, or comes to an end. And sometimes I think we're so we're so like, well, we've outgrown that. We're we're too sexy for our own good, right? We're so taken for our, with our own intellect, and we've we've progressed beyond that. You never progress beyond love. You never pre- progress beyond the gospel. You never progress beyond God. It's, it's so silly. We're His creation. God is everywhere. He's sustaining everything, and we think somehow in our own little space we're going to outdo God. <laughs> and it, and it's just delusion. It's just delusion. But let's face it, we've all been delusional. We've all, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. This is a level playing ground, but where freedom is a premium. And that really is a pre, God wants you free. Okay. Um, but freedom is not going to necessarily look like justice for your enemies. And you know, it's interesting. I, I do a lot of coaching and I will say to a person where they're just simply not willing to forgive. Because they feel like I cannot forgive. God has to give me justice. Okay. They are stuck to stuck, stuck, stuck. Okay. They're stuck and they're trapped in that space of the abuses that were done to them. And like I'm talking about nightmare abuses. This is not average bear abuses. Okay. Um, and you get stuck. And I'm telling you, um, uh, we have to. Forgive our enemies for where they've trampled on our freedoms. We have to forgive our enemies for where they've trampled on love. Forgive our enemies where they've despitefully used us. And it's like legit despitefully. And we need to forgive ourselves where we've done that. You see, because if we're trafficking in shame and disrespect, if we're trafficking in, I demand my rights. Okay, well, you know, the thing is, this interesting thing about rights is that the rights that really matter are internal rights. Okay. And I, I'm not saying, okay, let me be very clear. We have done despicable things to one another in trampling on human dignity, uh, in, 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 I mean, you name it. We, we, we've done humanity is breathtaking in its ability to commit atrocity, uh, to others. 
um, in the name of all sorts of stuff, including in the name of Jesus. But that's not really, you can slap any name you want on it, but it's not Jesus, right? So let's be clear. The offenses are there. But for our freedom is going to come where we refuse that and where we allow the Lord to help us transcend and get past our bitterness, our rights, our entitlement, our way. That's all me, 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 me. Okay. Um, and, and, and also lead and navigate us in the place where we do need boundaries so that, okay, now wait a second. That's not allowed in my space, right? All of those things. And that is a, I, I'm challenging you on an, a, 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 an individual level within yourself to, um, to allow the Lord to grapple with these things for you. This is not, this is for adults. Okay. So like, if you're not interested in that, then turn, you better turn this off. <laughs> this is for people who are serious about their Christianity, serious about letting God help conform them into the image of Christ, because I cannot release what I don't have. And if I'm not free, I'm going to per- perpetuate my bondage on you somehow where I am not operating in love and integrity within myself. I'm going to perpetrate lovelessness um, onto others where I'm offended and touchy and resentful. I'm going to, I'm going to perpetrate that on you. See, this is between me. This is where the rubber meets the road and no one gets away from this. I mean, we can run away from it. We do all the time, but ultimately where can you run that God is not? And if God is commanding you to love as he loves, that means we're going to have to get off of a lot of the high horses we have ourselves on. A lot of the false horses that we have ourselves, a lot of the camps that we're rallying around that don't look like Christ and him crucified, right? And that with that crucifixion, you do realize that's your crucifixion. And the crucifixion is talking about the old man, the old man dead, so that you relate to you yourself as the new man created in true righteousness and holiness. And the, another word for wholeness, the holiness is wholeness. So you're created in righteousness and wholeness. And what does that look like where we're called to love, called to walk in freedom and called to empower others in that capacity? We're called to love as he loves. So if I love as he loves, well, I'm not going to trample on you, right? If I love as he loves, I'm going to forgive you. Um, if I love as he loves, I'm not going to keep records of wrongs and where it's still hurting. I'm going to take that the Lord. I'm still, I'm not there yet. And that's okay. We're in process, right? We're glory to, to glory, right? We haven't arrived, but we get to transcend it. We get to have the right conversation. And so don't be lulled into arguments and debates about things that are the wrong conversation. Um, and, and that's where confusion comes. If, if you feel like you're getting lulled into debates that aren't the right conversation, you will start to be increasingly confused. But when you allow God to lead, what is the conversation? What's the conversation I need to have with myself? What's the conversation I need to have with others? See, Jesus did this all the time. You know, he would, people would try to trap him, you know, like stamp on his freedom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd completely, right? You know, so should we pay taxes to Caesar? We're going to trap you. Well, you know, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. You know, Caesar was ungodly, but we were to render unto Caesar's what was Caesar. That Does that mean we're um, bowing down? No, it's to, that's the arena of the influence of what is is due him in his position. 
Okay. Um, and so we don't like, um, uh, you know, we, he just, he just changed the conversation. He's like, no, we're not talking about that. We're going to do this. And that was complete wisdom, right? That was complete wisdom. You couldn't pin him down. You couldn't trap him because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, right? And so he was walking as one with the spirit in union with his father as love on the earth and in, in, in a more oppressive government than we have now with more persecution than we have now. And, um, and he was walking this out and he refused to get all enamored in the things that weren't the things. Like I, I only do what I see the father doing. Well, if the father's not doing that, I'm not doing that. Right. And you get to choose. And so that's your freedom that you can flow in that and you can transcend the things that are coming against you so that you're walking in love and empowered by that more and more and more. You're walking in freedom and empowered by that more and more. And you're releasing those things to other people. And you carry an atmosphere that brings everyone up higher. So we can have the right conversations. We cannot get so embroiled in our sides and our perspective um, that we violate love. And that is bondage for everybody. It starts from the inside and comes from the outside. So today we're in my country, uh, we're celebrating Independence Day. We get to be independent from the ways of the world. We get to transcend those things, right? And we get to celebrate uh, what that really looks like uh, as camping around the person of Christ while we're enjoying our nationality. And by all means, enjoy your nationality. There's, every nation has so much to be proud of. And they have so much that they need to own, right? Every nation does. And so we don't need to apologize for, um, you know, having mass and taking up space. Okay. But, um, but, but we don't idolize that because that's not, not your source and not your identity. Ultimately, it's Christ and him crucified who's drawing all nations, all peoples to himself who has no favorites but recognizing that we're all favored and we're all called to love and we're all called to freedom. And it's beautiful the way he causes us to transcend it and not get embroiled in things that aren't the issues. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. As I said, I I repeated the disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, but oh my goodness, we do have someone we can look to and get rooted in, even in the midst of, hmm, I haven't got it figured out. Well, you know what? God didn't call you to figure it out. He called you to love and he called you to walk in freedom. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.